Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Welcome back to hour number two of the ESPN 1320 Insiders. Get ready for the most up-to-date sports news and talk with the ESPN 1320 Insiders. Hour number four. That's right. James Ham over there, Kyle Madsen right here. We're hanging out with you from 10 to 2 each day this week, Wednesday through Friday, with, uh, with no... No D'Lo and KC. They are taking the week off for the holidays. They will be back with you next year. I said, hey, James and I are going to fill in. There's just too much going on this time of year for me, man. Like, if I had to just sit on my couch today, just continuing to stew over everything I think about that I just throw at you and we talk about, I wouldn't have liked it. Wouldn't have liked it one bit. You're restless? I do, man. I get, you restless. get restless. This is my favorite thing to do. So, like, when I don't get to do it, it's just weird. I, like be, I like taking a vacation and stuff, but... Okay. Um, I would like to be sitting... I mean, I, I will go home and and put together Legos. What are we <laughs> building? Um, I built a uh, a Batman car yesterday. Oh, a Batmobile. A Batmobile. Okay. Uh, but from the original Michael Keaton uh, Jack, oh, hell yeah. Jack version. Mm-hmm. Um, and then today I have... Uh, a larger Indiana Jones set I need to put together. Nice, man. Yep. Hell yeah. Indiana Jones, Christmas movies. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's a Christmas movie. That's right. Uh, now, Kenny Caraway may or may not be joining us here shortly to talk about his Kevin Durant tweet, but uh, Javier and Vacaville called 916-909-1320. 916-909-1320 is the phone number if you want to join the conversation. He said, what's a realistic like third piece, if I'm understanding his question correctly, What's a third piece the Kings could go get if I'm going to let's do it like this. I'm going to rephrase this question. Not because I think the Kings believe and that's the the discussion I want to have right now. We've gone to, to, you know, out there with the KD stuff, but let's go. What the Kings believe Keegan Murray is the third guy. It's Murray Fox Sabonis. That's going to be their top three that is going to get him over the hump to win a title. So if they're looking trade deadline this year, is it OG, Siakam, and that's it? Or is there something greater out there? Because we talked about, okay, those moves on the margins, the, those seventh, eighth guys, maybe you're maybe you're adding a starter, but what does that trade look like? Okay. What do you what do you what do you think they do? Okay, so my criteria for what I would be looking for if I'm yeah, Mike it it is this. I think 
that Fox and Sabonis, of course, are your point guard and your and your center moving forward. I also think that Keegan Murray's ability to play the three or the four mm. gives you flexibility to go chase a high-end three or high-end four. And then I also think that if you got out of this trade deadline and you made a big splash, but it didn't address the three or the four and you walked out of it with Harrison Barnes and Keegan Murray is still your three and four, but you improved somewhere like the two, that that would work as well. But it would have to, any one of these positions, it's got to be a player who's much better than what we're talking about, much better than just like improving the roster. Mm-hmm. Right, you you have to get better. This isn't about adding a name. So I'm not going to go out and chase a Kevin Durant just to add a name. I'm not going to chase a Kyle Kuzma just because you had interest before. Maybe you can get a Kyle Kuzma. Mm. And that's not outlandish. If you think he pairs with Keegan Murray on the front line and he gives you more speed and more scoring punch and a little bit better rebounder, I'm fine with that if that's what the Kings decide to do. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of like the minimum. It, you, it, it's got to be Kyle Kuzma or way better. So it's got to be an OG and an OB. If, if somehow, mm-hmm. I don't think Mikhail Bridges, in a perfect world, Mikhail Bridges' is guy is a guy that I would point to even more than OG Ananobi, without any question. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to become available. If Laurie Marketing becomes available, yeah, go. Go all and push all your chips in that you can because that's a guy who could really change your the dynamic of your roster. It would give you a fourth, like, top-tier NBA talent that, that you could really, like, be considered a contender. But I, mm-hmm. I think that there's a lot of players you know, we it's not out there. It's not someone that people are talking about. But what if Donovan Mitchell makes it very clear, like Aldern Jay says, uh, I didn't even notice that before. But what if uh, he's the guy who, you know, again, tells the Cavs, like, look, I'm not coming back. Mm-hmm. So it's probably time to trade me now with a year and a half left as opposed to trade me next year when you only get a rental. Like, it, this is this would be a good time. Like, that would be a player that, Again, that's why I think the versatility of this roster, it goes beyond just your starting five and your rotation. It goes to this point where if you're going to do advanced roster construction, you can replace a two, a three, or a four on this team and and get better. Um, and each of those, you need something different. But all yeah. whoever you're getting has got to be able to play defense better than what you have right now. It's got to be a better rebounder, more consistent, and that's how you would get better. Yeah, and that's that's mm. this all comes back to me. Like I think there's a bunch of players who could theoretically be had. Mm-hmm. I, I, this comes back to what is Harrison Barnes worth to a team? What is Kevin Herter worth to a team? What are Kings first round picks going to be worth? That's what I'm really interested to see because maybe maybe the Pacers do say, "Hey, you know what? We love Harrison Barnes." need to add a, a fraction of defense to this team and we think he can create enough and he's shooting it well enough that he fits with what we're doing on offense. So yeah, here's Harrison Barnes for Bruce Brown. Or here's Bruce Brown for Harrison Barnes. Whatever way that goes. Okay. Like that kind of, maybe that's out there. Maybe it's Dorian Finney-Smith. That's a name that's come up in the chat, yes. Maybe it is Keldon Johnson. I've seen Keldon Johnson's name come up uh, from the Spurs as well. Okay, so like if you're looking to maintain or be a little bit better than the Dorian Finney-Smiths, the Bruce Browns, like some of these players, like they make sense, right? Mm -hmm. 
if you're looking to make a leap into championship contention, that's not what we're talking about here. And that's yeah. why, like, if we're going to play on the peripheral and you're t- we're talking Alex Caruso or Trey Jones or, you know, like... Tyus Jones? Tyus Jones. Uh, sorry. Tyus Jones. Even I- I'd even put, um, like, Cam Johnson and uh, and who's the other one that you you keep bringing up? Uh, Spurs. Like, oh, Keldon Johnson, yeah. Keldon Johnson. Those guys, like, they're good quality players and you get younger and you, you stay around the same player arc. But that's not what will put the Kings over the top. And that's, I mean, if you want to be a contender, I don't think that Kyle Kuzma makes you a championship contender. I'm just going to like put it out there. No, like, I don't don't think think a guy who plays on a non-serious team, uh, who's just like having a good time. You you um, said it earlier. He makes you, he makes you better. I think he's probably a better player at this point than Harrison Barnes. Yeah. But to, to what end? Okay. Now you're, now you're winning in the first round. Yeah. And, and you're say, still, which I think they can do now. The same about John Collins. Would, would John Collins maybe be in an upgrade on paper over Harrison Barnes? Sure. He's not an upgrade. He's not an upgrade in the locker room. He's not an upgrade in the community. Mm-hmm. He's not an upgrade in everything else that Harrison Barnes brings. Mm-hmm. So, like, how, how do you get better if that's what you're doing? And that's where I, there are some, it's difficult to, like, make this a better team. You're really good, mm-hmm. but you probably need one more. And it's not just like a tweak. It's again, even if we're looking at last year versus this year, it's not adding a Matisse Stiebel and a and a Mason Plumley. Like if you want to have championship contenders, you're a playoff team. Those players mm-hmm. will help you, but they'll just solidify you as a playoff team. Mm-hmm. If you want to take a leap, it's going to have to be bigger than that. And I don't know how you get to bigger than that, but even like a Keldon Johnson, that's not bigger. Am I he's not a, it makes you a little better. Yeah, he's not a guaranteed. Makes mm-hmm. you way better. Like now, you're now we're talking. It's well, even like Cam Johnson. That's mm-hmm. not. That's not what we're talking about. And this is what this conversation for me always comes back to. And it sounds like uh, Kenny Caraway is going to join us at one fifteen. Okay. So this is what this conversation always comes back to for me. Is I agree with you that yeah, you can go get Keldon Johnson. That makes you better for sure. You can go get uh, who else have we talked about? Bruce Brown, Dorian Finney-Smith. All these guys, those guys make you a, a little better for sure, and you and you like your your playoff rotation a little better. But are are you then taking the Kings over the Nuggets all of a sudden in a in a seven game series? I'm not. No, I'm not. And and again, if I'm adding one of that type of player, that mm-hmm. level of player, that would have to be in addition to your your current rotation. We're yeah. not talking about. Like you can't take a lateral move. I mean, if you're getting way younger for a lateral player, mm-hmm. sure, yeah. that's one thing. But like, you're not going to take a, a move just to just to make a move, especially with your core. Again, when we talked about the thigh bowl and and Plumlee, mm-hmm. that was in addition to what you already had. Yeah, you know, you're, we're not talking about giving up a Harrison Barnes to go get a Bruce Brown and doing you know a a more defensive minded version of right. Like that's it's probably not a horrible move. Like Bruce Brown's a yeah, good it's player, not, not bad. But this is about this is about this. We talked how many times did we talk about this last year, or or earlier this season? I should yeah. say is going from bad to good, and then good to great is miles different. Yeah, and they're good. They're a good team. They're going to make the playoffs, and they could definitely win a first round series and second rounds up in the air. And I don't think they win the conference finals. That's that's just kind of where they're at right now for me. Yeah. 
And I think to make that leap, I think if, 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 and I think he probably should be at this point, if Keegan Murray is going to be off the table, I don't know how they make that move that we're talking about. That's what this always comes back to for me. And that's why I started talking about on the margins. It's like, okay, if you want to get better, which I think they do, I think, I, I, I think it would be detrimental to just ride through this season as is. I, I don't think that that really helps anybody. So that's why I do think you're, you're talking about on the margins and talking about, okay, in a first round series, maybe you're just better than, you know, Golden State or, or whoever you wind up going against. Mm-hmm. But then the second round, maybe you like your rotation a little bit better against Dallas or Phoenix or whoever, the Lakers. I don't know, whoever they'd wind up playing in the second round. And okay, that's nice and that helps. And maybe having De'Aaron Fox, he's the best player on the court every night, and now you sneak through a, a, a second-round series because you had him, and hey, Keldon Johnson helped your perimeter defense so much, and you're able to stop Kyrie and Luka from totally taking over. Like That's that's the kind of move I think we're talking about. Yeah. And it's going to be a lot of in the playoffs this year. It's going to be a lot of like, hey, can De'Aaron go out 40 tonight? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what it's going to come down to. And then maybe next offseason you're looking at kind of, okay, how did this season end? And that's the other thing is what they need now on December 27th may not be what they need in July. No, that's very true. It's very, I mean. Based on how the season goes. Yeah, we can just see the outline of what they need right now, but what they need, um, you know, come playoff time might be totally different. Yeah. I just think that they, you know, again, they are a major piece away from being a contender. They're a good team. They're a really, really good team, and I think that they can be a high-end playoff team. Yeah. But changing that into, you know, something different, that's not easy. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be, man, they might be the most interesting team in the league, Mm -hmm. regardless of what Kevin O'Connor says. Super close. No, they are. Right. They're super close. They are. No, they. De- I'm. I'm right there with you. All right, Kenny Caraway is going to join us next. I. I. He. We spent so much time talking about his Kevin Durant tweet. I was like, nah, hey, we need to get Kenny's thoughts on this. Yeah. So that's that's what we're going to do next. That'll be some. We'll have some fun with uh, the KC side of D'Lo and KC. They're off this week, but Kenny's going to take a couple minutes out for us. Uh, caller, I see you on the line. We'll get to you as well. That's all coming up next on ESPN thirteen twenty. You're listening to The Insiders with James Hamm and Kyle Madsen. Sponsored by Jiffy Lube on ESPN 1320 and 98.5 HD2. Sacramento's sports leader. Now, back to The Insiders with James Hamm and Kyle Madsen. Brought to you by Jiffy Lube on ESPN 1320. Oh, look who it is. That's James. I'm Kyle. No D'Lo and KC this week, but Kenny Carraway of D'Lo and KC joining us now. Uh, Kenny, m- Merry Christmas, first of all. Happy holidays to, to you and your, your wonderful family. How did Christmas Likewise, go? Likewise, fellas. Likewise. How did Christmas go up until the 49er game? It was great up until the 49er <laughs> game. Then it's been the, then it's been the 24 hours from hell. I had to deal with that 49ers game and then the Kings last night. My goodness. I just wanted to get uh, out of those 24 hours as quick as possible. So you got out of those 24 hours by tweeting something today 
<laughs> that I saw it and I'm like, you're gonna do this and then not be on the radio. So I had to I had to grab it. It's my it's my gift to you guys. Thank you. Know you. No, we spent, ahead, we spent a lot of time on it. <laughs> it's a so, Kimpiphany. So, it's it, a Kimpiphany. It was. <laughs> so so I, I well and I we've talked about it a lot and we've gotten people's thoughts on it and and this and that. Mm-hmm. I want your thoughts on it. Your your tweet paraphrasing here was like more or less. Um, hear me out. Would you trade Keegan Murray for Kevin Durant? And Kenny, where do you land on that question? I'm not exactly sure yet, to be honest with you. I think I think it's a it's a tough call either way. I, I don't understand not judging anybody, but I'm just saying I don't understand anybody that says yes or no either way so fast. Because on one hand, you've got Keegan Murray who he's shown me a lot in the last six months about what he could be who he could be in this league. Um, I, I, he was already better than I thought he would, would be coming out of Iowa. And then he went to another level, like I said, in the last six months. And he's like, damn, he's a lot better than mm-hmm. I thought he could be. And it's somebody that you, you, you build a franchise around, not like being a franchise player. I don't see that yet, like De'Aaron. But he's he's part of the core core, as we like to say, if you're trying to build a championship team. No doubt about it. But then you have Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people who are saying, like, no, like, hell no. Like, he's they always he's 36 years old. He's always hurt. And I'm not trying to, like, disrespect nobody. Have you guys seen him play this year? He's really good. <laughs> have you seen what, like, the Suns are disappointing. And I tweeted something out the other day. I don't know if they're going to make it. Like, they, they're looking rough right now. But it's not Kevin Durant's fault. I promise you that. It's not because of the way he's playing. Um, he made that that uh, NC, the NBA Cup All-Tournament team. His numbers were like 35, six rebounds, seven assists, 65% from the field, 61% from three. Like, he is – he's been ridiculous this year. So, I'll have to say, I'm not sure. I really don't know what I would do because Kevin Durant is not your typical 36-year-old uh, in his, I don't know, 18th season in the league. Like, he mm-hmm. is going crazy this year. And you put that with Fox and Sabonis. I just think you got to think about it at the very least. No, nah, I'm I'm with you, man. He is uh, he's scoring 30 a night on basically 50-40-90 right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. 52% from the field, 47% from three. And eighty-seven and a half percent on the line. Yeah, mm. he he's and he protects the rim a little bit. I think the other thing too, yeah. five and a half assists per game. It's not like he he isn't willing to share, and he's yeah. not willing to, you know, make making uh, his teammates better because I think he is. And you know, at the end of the day, he's he's a decent rebounder. He he can play multiple positions. He can play the three and the four. He's a good defender still. He's not a great no. distant, a defender still. He gives mm-hmm. you a little bit of weak side shot blocking. Um, I mean, I get it, but I think if I'm the Kings, like it takes more than Keegan. That's the problem. And they have such a belief in Keegan. And I'm not saying like, look, there is a trade in the world out there that, that the Kings would include Keegan Murray on. Mm -hmm. Like, it doesn't matter. Like what I report is it like, Hey, he's not any trade discussions, but like if, the Bucks call and Giannis Antetokounmpo is being waved uh, in front of your face 
in exchange for Keegan right. Murray, right. then you do, um, and you have to do what's right for your franchise. But it would take that type of over-the-top, like, oh my gosh, this is a generational type player, a player that will mm-hmm. change everything for our franchise and make us a contender. And I just don't see that happening. Do you guys think... It's, so here's the thing that I get stuck on. Like I said, not saying it would make me do the deal uh, by this alone, but do you think that the Kings, say the trade was on the table, do you think they'd ever have an opportunity in this Fox and Bonus era to get a better player than Kevin Durant this year? Mm. Mm. That's where that's where my hangup comes in because we were just talking about the trade deadline. And, and how if the Kings are going to make a leap, leap into championship contender, it means making a significant move. Like Keldon Johnson, Tyus Jones, God love them, they're not turning you into a title contender as the Kings are currently constructed. So if you're going to move mountains to add a player that's going to put you into that tier, like who's going to be available? If and again, this is this is you're not reporting that Kevin Durant is available or anything. But if if that were to come about, I don't know what better player is going to become available in the next two years, three years, who would make you make you better. And that's yeah, where that's it, where my hangup is. And it it would be a risk either way, you know. If you if you made the trade, Kevin Durant, while he's been relatively healthy healthy this year, he does have a uh, a track record of, of being injured. He is 36 years old, so there's a risk involved in that. And if you decided not to do it, um, you might have passed up on your best chance to ever win a championship. Because if you get if you get Kevin Durant, I'm not saying you can't be a championship team with without him. But if you get Kevin Durant, you you're you could be talking about NBA Finals this season. If the like Kings- Durant, Durant, Fox, Sabonis, Monk. Um, get in a filler for you know, and you start Trey Lyles at the four or something mm-hmm. like that. Like you're talking about a, a potential championship team right here and now, and to walk away from that, I don't. I could I could imagine like walking away from that three years from now, you could be kicking yourself like, damn, like we fighting, we're 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 battling to you know get into this conference finals. Man, we would have we maybe would have had it right then and there. Mm-hmm. We just didn't want to pull the trigger. Once again, I don't know what I would do. I'm just saying, I, I see both sides. Yeah, now it's a fascinating question. I think, and I think the the bigger the bigger picture part of it for me is like the Kevin Durant thing is a hypothetical. That is, hey, would you do this trade for this all time great player for Keegan Murray? Like, is that? And that's where I think the larger conversation is, and the and the realistic conversation is, is man, if a player like that comes available is that because James, like you just said, Keegan Murray right now with the trades out there, the players who are being talked about being moved, Keegan Murray is not going to be on the table. But if they're a first round exit again this year and Keegan Murray is, so, you know, just kind of, you know, okay. The rest of the way has a so, so playoffs. Is that still the case in July? Yeah. And that's, that's what I'm interested to see. So I'll, I'll kind of like, if, if getting Kevin Durant means you instantly you will win a title, then you'd be crazy. But the problem is we can't guarantee that that's going to be the sure. case. And even if you look back and say, oh, we had a window there, and if we did something, 
we would have won. There's no way to guarantee that you would have won or lost. So, I mean, that's the one thing that I would just, it, it's tough to have a hypothetical where there is no way to guarantee anything. I mean, there's still players like, like Joel Embiid out there. There's still a team like the Boston Celtics and the Denver Nuggets. Like, who knows what yeah. you become. But I also, like, there is not going to be a mention of a trade for a player that makes sense for the Kings at such a high level because most of them are off the table already, and, and there's no reason for a team to trade them. You know, mm -hmm. the, the Warriors aren't trading Steph. Uh, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, they're not going anywhere with the Clippers. Clippers are playing much better ball. Mm -hmm. You know, Giannis is not getting traded. We can keep going down the list of, of players who are not going to get traded. And if I'm the Kings, if there was ever a way that you were going to make a move to give up a player like Keegan Murray, that you have such an enormous amount of uh, like faith in, it would be because you're trading you're getting someone who fits the player arc of Domas and De'Aaron, but also reaches that plateau of yep. just so good you can't ignore it. You know, a Bam Adebayo. A, uh, you know, again, Donovan Mitchell, but I don't even know if the Kings would, like, mention, would would allow Keegan Murray in a Donovan Mitchell trade. Like, these wow. are the, the types of players, Man. though, that, that we're talking about because they believe... This is going to be a 20 to 25 point game uh, per game score. And he's going to be a, a guy like Chris Middleton mm -hmm. uh, and he's cheap and he's under contract and, and he wants to be here. Yeah. And, you know, so the commitment is there from them, man. No, I, I, I understand it all. And, and I, I don't know, maybe I, uh, I didn't articulate it good enough, but I wouldn't say guaranteed to win, but let's say you got Kevin Durant. That might be the best chance you have in this Fox Sabonis era to win a championship. Like no doubt. the best opportunity you have. Um I I don't I don't know. Like I said, I think I'm gonna get off the fence. I think if if presented a situation where it's Keegan, um, Herder, Barnes, Davion, I think I might do it. <laughs> Kevin Durant is Kevin Durant's going crazy right now. You said like, I'm going to get off the it, fence and then said I think I might. <laughs> I think if Phoenix is like, yeah, we 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 would do the deal for that. I, think I, I would do it. I would do it. Right. And and I and I hesitate because I do love Keegan Murray so much. I love his um, potential yeah. and who he is already. But Kevin Durant makes you. Kevin Durant makes you a legit title contender right now, and I don't know if you can say that it's, as constituted. It's a compliment to Keegan Murray that you're even thinking about it. Yeah, like that's yeah. that's that's kind of where I'm I mean thinking. we're saying we're saying the only way to get a Hall of Famer is by giving up Keegan Murray. That's that's a like you said that's a compliment to Keegan Murray. High praise um, for sure. And 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 you know part of the deals that you're going to have to make and decisions you're going to have to make at some point. Um, in you know probably in the next nine to twelve months. Yeah, I don't know if Keegan is going to be necessarily the the guy you're moving, but there's going to be some guys that we really like around here yep. that you're going to have to move on from. It feels like right now the way the way they're playing right now, right? The inconsistency, yeah. what we saw last night, it it doesn't feel like this group is going to be the group that becomes a championship contender. 
Somebody's going to have to go. And maybe it's not as big as somebody like Keegan Murphy. Maybe it's just Herter in, in Barnes or something like that. But it doesn't feel like this group is clicking enough to get to another level. Very good. Well, hey, that's Kenny Carraway. I can't wait to hear what you think uh, What you think about all this when uh, you guys are back next week on Tuesday on yeah. January 2nd. That's when D'Lo and Casey are back in action. Uh, Casey, thanks so much for taking time out of your vacation to hang out with us and uh, chat about your tweet at IMKDiddy on Twitter. Uh, he will be back with D'Lo next week. Uh, Kenny, appreciate you, buddy. Man, appreciate y'all, man. Y'all keep doing a great job, man. Appreciate you. Thanks, bro. See you. All right, there he is, Kenny Carraway. He would trade Keegan Murray for Kevin Durant. I'm glad we got that out of the way. So what we're going to do, James, I'm going to do this live on air because I can't do the thing where I just talk in the air because i got to talk to people. Uh, we're just going to go to like 44-ish. Okay. Okay, let's do it. All right, that's what we're going to do. And then we'll and then we'll get out at, uh, at a normal time. I want to remind everybody real quick, you thought that the Golden Sky contest was over? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. There's still time. Golden Sky 2024 is going to be three big ratty days of country music and all the festival fixings you can handle under the sun and stars. So uh, it turns out festival fixings like means a lot of beer. There's oh. apparently so much beer in the building. Uh, get your crew lined up because ESPN 1320, that's us, has your chance to win. That's you. It's weekend passes. So ESPN 1320 has your chance to win weekend passes. Just visit ESPN1320.com and fill out the online entry form for a chance to win two Weekend passes and qualify to upgrade to two VIP weekend passes. Go do that right now. And want to remind everybody as well that at 2 o'clock, when our show is over, the Duke's Mayo Bowl begins. That's right. North Carolina, West Virginia, throw the records out when the Tar Heels and the Mountaineers play because they are facing off in the Duke's Mayo Bowl. That's coming up at 2 o'clock. Some red hot bowl action right here on ESPN 1320. I cannot wait. And immediately after that, everybody's favorite game, the <clears throat> the Tax Act Texas Bowl between Texas A&M and Oklahoma State. Wow, again, toss the records right out the window. That's basically bedlam, but not quite. Uh, Texas A&M against Oklahoma State in the Tax Act Tax Act Texas Bowl. Uh, that's immediately after the Duke's Mayo Bowl right here on ESPN 1320. Wow. Woo! And tomorrow at 4.30, Kyle, oh. we have Thursday night football game of the year, Jess versus Browns. Hell yeah. It's the last one. We got it. Last Final one. one. Jets, Browns. Can't wait to close out the season with a doozy. Is that uh, Joe Al Flacco Michaels revenge game? final game there? No, 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 no. That's not Al Michaels. I thought Thursday Night Football. They're making changes. Am I wrong? Are they? Oh, maybe, maybe we'll I know. Look my, it up I know. Al Mi- I know Al Michaels isn't calling playoff games. Oh, which okay. is going to be weird. But sure, that, that is weird. Al Michaels. Hey, can I keep? You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna be hot take guy for a second. Okay. No, we'll get to this caller. I think Al Michaels kind of kind of washed. Really? Yeah. Well, I don't. Maybe it's maybe it's Herb Street. Maybe his chemistry with Herb Street is bad. Yeah, but I just I don't know if if Al Michaels is is he's just such a like dude. Think about how much of an icon and a legend Al Michaels is. Oh, he's one my of favorite. the all time greats to ever do it. Do you believe in miracles? Yes, is on the Mount Rushmore of great sports calls and maybe the number one sports call of all time. 
He has done minor league baseball, major league baseball. He's done World Series. He's done Super Bowls. He's done NBA. He's done everything, dude. He is a legend among legends. And it just feels like he's not... He's not... He's not the same? He's just not... Like, there's still a panache that comes with just his voice being on the TV. Yeah. Like, it feels like an event because Al Michaels is calling it. But I just don't... And like I said, I I, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if, if there's the Herb Street aspect of it because Herb Street's not an NFL guy. And maybe that that knocks Michaels off, off his game a little bit. But I just... I don't get the same vibe when I'm listening to Al Michaels games that I used to. Mm. Okay. I'm all right with that. I, I mean, like, look, um, you know, he's 79 years old. Uh, he's been the, yeah. the like, top tier, the guy for so long. I mean, we're talking about the, what was it, the 1980 Olympics, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, 40-something years ago. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I mean, he's amazing, man. I, like... Yeah, 40, I, I, 43 years ago, he was calling the Olympics and he's still doing the marquee Thursday night football game for Amazon. I also think like, part man, of the problem what an icon. with that, though, is that the Thursday night game is so bad. Like, they just... Typically, yeah. Yeah, it's been... Like, the football has been horrible. And I think for him, you kind of feel a little bit like you're not really a prime time. You're, you're getting the scraps mm. and, and maybe that's part of it. I don't know. Yeah, I'm with I'm with Soren in the chatty house. Herb Street's great on college. Don't love him in the NFL. Yeah, that's just where I'm at. Yeah. Hey, ESPN 1320. What's your name? You're on air. Uh, Jeff in Sacramento. Jeff, what do you want to say, bud? Oh, guys, guys, it's a pleasure to talk with you and, and James. And I've uh, been a fan of James for for over a decade. So uh, I wanted to make a, a couple of comments. Uh, uh, when we played uh, Minnesota, uh, it was kind of unique. Uh, a year ago today, they were talking about that was a big old flop. And I guess uh, paying all those draft picks turned out to be a, a great thing with uh, Gobert in there. Man. And the reason I say that is uh, uh, we don't need uh, a, everybody on the floor to be a three-point shooter. Uh, uh, if we went all in on marketing, I, I think that the, the, with the new uh, NBA uh, contract, I think second round picks are going to become valuable, and then if you let Mr. Uh, GM from Utah just uh, get his win, he just loves number one draft picks. Why not trade number twos for number one? Get him have his way because if we're going to be competing for the next five or six years, our number ones are going to be worthless anyway. Awesome, thanks. No, I, I get what he's saying. Uh, like, if you can get Laurie Marketing for second round picks, I would also do that. No, no, no. I think what he's saying is that second round picks still have a ton of value, sure. and that if you can trade your your first round picks, but have second round picks, that you're still going to have value in your second round picks. I think that that's what he was saying. Mm, like, I see they're going to be late first anyways. Yeah, yeah. So Kings first round picks are are going to be. I mean, if they were to get Marketing somehow, they chances are they would be a twenty five to thirty pick for the next five years and those aren't very valuable you know they're valuable but an early second round pick is more valuable than a late first round pick in most worlds because an early second round pick um doesn't have to all be guaranteed where uh, an early first round pick top the first three years well mm, the first three years are pretty much guaranteed i don't know that i wonder how eager the jazz are to get rid of laurie marketing they're not 
they love him and they they feel like again when you trade for a player who is that injury history and hasn't really fit in other spots mm -hmm. and you put them in a position and they succeed so greatly and they they go so over the top and they make an all-star team and 25 points a game and mm -hmm. all that stuff that it's your resume you're looking at right so like even i think they, that's an element to the Tyrese Halliburton trade that i think is missed like Monty McNair selected Tyrese Halliburton, who yeah. looks like a Hall of Famer. Yeah. With the number twelve pick. Right. And, and Keegan Murray. And sure, did he trade him? He yeah, sure, he traded him, but he traded him for a, a two time all star, became a three time all star, and mm -hmm. who can also be a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Like that's that's what you did. You turned the number twelve pick in the draft into uh, an all NBA center. Yes. I mean that's you did a good job there. Those are mm -hmm. resume builders. Those are things that like go on your NBA headstone. Like you're the guy who drafted Tyrese Halliburton. You're the guy who traded for Damanis Sabonis. Like even Vlade Divac, for as much damage, damage as some people think that he did, mm -hmm. he's also the guy that found De'Aaron Fox, even though it was a number mm -hmm. five pick. Uh, there were players all around him that didn't work out. Uh, and, and so it's one of those, those deals where like, yeah, it's a it's it's a big deal to go out and find a guy like Laurie Markinen mm -hmm. because you were able to turn a, a guy who had underperformed everywhere else and turn him into an all star, yeah. and that's that's big. Yeah, and that's why <clears throat> that's I'm interested because you you mentioned something the other day. Well, this is a while back that I, I can't get out of my head because I'm of the mind that <clears throat> the Kings' first round picks are not going to have a ton of value. Because I think people see, hey, Demonis Sabonis, De'Aaron Fox, they have two All NBA guys. Like those firsts aren't worth a lot. But you said, and you mentioned, and this this is again like it's sticking in my head that there are still a lot of dumb GMs that are not necessarily going to take that into account, and they're just going to go, oh, it's Sacramento. I can't. We'll take Sacramento's first round picks. And maybe those are more valuable than I think they are. Yeah, if, if right now you had a 2026 Sacramento Kings first round pick, 2028 Sacramento Kings first round pick, and they were sitting on, say, the Oklahoma City Thunder in their war chest, and sitting alongside those are a 2026 Los Angeles Clippers and 2028 Los Angeles Clippers, and you say, hey, who would you want to, which, which of these picks do you want? Oh, they're taking the Kings all the time. They'll take the Kings every time, even though there's a good chance that the Kings picks are going to be way better. Yeah. We're talking about Especially by 2028. 16 years of of non-playoffs. Yeah. Everyone in the league looks at those picks as like, man, that's a great pick. Like the Kevin Herter deal, if this ends up being the 25th pick in the draft or the 23rd pick in the draft that they got Kevin Herter, man. it's a steal. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't look sure. like that when you got it because it looked like mm -hmm. it might be a, a top 12, top 14. But a top twenty-five, uh, Kings won. That's the other aspect of this whole Kings building, Kings team building conversation. That yeah. that I think, if you can turn a second-round pick into a starter, if Colby Jones uh, develops and becomes a starter next year, that's where hey, instead of making a trade, it's you're adding Colby Jones in the mix, or maybe you have the twenty-second pick next year. And you, they have their 2024, right? They don't have their 20. It, well, it goes for Herder, for the Herder trade. If it's 22? 
No, it's if, it's, if it's it's top twelve protected, I think. Okay, so in twenty four, let's say in twenty five, they have the twenty second pick, and that twenty second pick turns into a starting caliber player. Like that's the kind of I don't want to say luck because that's not luck. That's drafting and developing, but that's also as we talk about trades and moves on the margins and who do they go get. That's also on the table. Like draft picks don't become worthless once you're out of the lottery. No. They could they still very much could could matter for you. Well, they also can matter because they can go get you a seasoned veteran piece that Great makes point. more sense to help Great you right point. then. Mm-hmm. Like the Dorian Finney Smiths of the world or mm-hmm. like those types of players where you're like, man, he would look really good, but it's probably gonna cost you mid twenties first. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. But you don't trade those picks now. You you wait until on draft night, and you can go get a player that you think can really help you fill, right. fill yep. the last two or three needs. Yeah, I think we're going to talk a ton of trade deadline going up to it. Oh yeah, and unless unless that OG deal comes and the Raptors are like, we're out on this guy, and you know what, we'll take Harrison Barnes and two Sacramento firsts instead of Lou Dort and two OKC firsts or whatever first round picks they have. I think one from every team. But two of OKC's first round picks, I, I don't, I just don't, I don't know, man. It He's going like, to have some say in that. OG? Of course. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, because there might be a city you would you would say yes to a trade to and a city that you wouldn't. Yeah. And that matters when you're entering the final year of your deal. Man. All or right. when you're in the final year of your deal. Caller, I see on the line, we will get to you next, 916-909-1320, if you want to join the conversation. We haven't done mad props yet. Yes. We haven't done mad props, and then the Pistons make the wrong type of history. We'll talk about it next on ESPN 1320. Sacramento Sports Leader. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast celebrate and save at ashley's anniversary sale with hot buys your choice of color starting at just 3.99 ashley sleep mattresses starting at 250 plus receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like stearns and foster temper pedic purple and beauty rest black with 60 month special financing only at ashley subject to credit approval no minimum purchase required minimum monthly payment down payment tax and delivery may be required see store for details 
After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Now, back to the Insiders with James Ham and Kyle Matson, brought to you by Jiffy Loop on ESPN 1320. Appreciate y'all hanging out with us today. We've been here since 10, 10 to 2 all week. Kyle Madsen, that's me. James Ham, that's him. We are the Insiders. Typically, we're 10 to noon. So maybe you're locking in. Maybe you're usually in here around this time and uh, you don't check out the Insiders. Check us out. 10 to 12, but we're hanging out 10 to 2 this week with no D'Lo and Casey. Kenny Caraway did join us a little bit earlier to talk about his Kevin Durant, Keegan Murray tweet. That was fascinating. Mm-hmm. Had a fun discussion with Kenny. Um, 916-909-1320 if you want to get in in this final segment. James, we have one more giveaway. We do. So last night's Kings game wasn't great. It was not. So we went... Player, Jiffy Lube, fast break player of the game. We don't typically pick it from the other team, but... I think this will be like the third time this year. Yeah, third time. And it was like, we just had Domas and Fox had a really good game. But to me, the story of the game wasn't... wasn't Demonis Sabonis or De'Aaron Fox. Mm -hmm. For me, it was how bad the Kings defense was against the Portland Trailblazers without Shaden Sharp. And without DeAndre Ayton. Mm-hmm. So I went with, and this was a Kyle Madsen call, uh, the Jiffy Lube fast break player of the game for the Kings-Blazers game is Dwap Wreath. A player who I'm not going to lie to you, listener. I did not know existed. Humble listener. Until last night. And he went out against the Kings and off the bench in 32 minutes put in 20, 25 points on 9 of 15 shooting. He was 3 of 6 from beyond the arc. He had 9 rebounds and a block. He had 5 offensive boards. He turned into, like, prime shack <laughs> last night, and I think he deserves some recognition. So ESPN1320.com, click that Jiffy Lube logo, and enter the code word DWOP. D-U-O-P. DWOP. 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 D-U-O-P. The first one was Domas, D-O-M-A-S. The second one was Keegan, K-E-E-G-A-N. The third one here, the third Jiffy Lube Fast Break player of the game from the weekend was Dwapareth, D-U-O-P. Enter that code word at ESPN1320.com where the Jiffy Lube logo is and you will be entered to win a $100 Jiffy Lube gift certificate. If you want, you can enter three times. Enter all three names and you'll be entered three times. That's right. You're not only going to get one entry. You only get one entry if you only enter one of the code words. Okay. So while you're there, just do all three. Yeah, so we have Domas, we have Keegan, and we have Duop. D-U-O-P. D-U-O-P. There he is a 27-year-old r- rookie out of the South Sudan. He went to LSU and Lee College. Sure. Uh, As one does. Yeah. Uh, he has played in 20 games this season, including four starts. 8.6 points, 3.1 rebounds. Uh, 0.4 blocks. He did have his career high, I believe, against the Sacramento Kings. Um, 
Yeah, 25, I'm guessing. Oh, yeah. His 25 is his career high. Yeah. For sure. Nine Oof. rebounds, career high. Uh, yeah, impressive. Did you see Chemezi Metu with a career high? I did not. Uh, yeah, on Christmas night. Good for him. Chemezi kept he kept that team in the in the ball game. Good for Chemezi. Good for Metu. I was pretty I was pretty I was pretty busy Monday night, so I didn't catch any of that Suns Mavericks game. I don't care about the Clippers, or I'm sorry, not the Clippers, but the uh, Luca Suns beef. I can't bring myself to care. Yeah, I tried. You tried. I love a good beef. That that doesn't seem like beef to me. That just seems like Luca being better than all the players on the Suns. I'm with you. Anyways. Uh, he is. What? He is. What? Yeah. The best uh, The best player on that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 916-909-1320 if you want to jump in. Hey, caller, what's your name? My name is TC. Kyle and Ham, what's up, bro? Hey, what's up, man? How are you? Man, I'm all right, man. How's y'all Christmas, man? I've been listening to my guys. I'm all right. Hey, TC, TC, we can, we can barely hear you, man. Hey, you guys got me better? That's way better. Yeah, what do you got oh, for us? Hey, look, check it out. Hey, so Ham, Kyle, hey, I'm, I'm kind of with on the on the Durant situation. I, I'm, I was both ways, but that's like Durant, man. You know what I mean? And I, I know it's hard on Keegan. So how I came to my conclusion behind the situation, I'm going to ask you two guys, and I'm going to ask the Chatty House and Kings fans. This is a legit question. So if it took I, – I, I know you could do it without it. But if it took to keep Malik here on a long-term contract, but we have to let Keegan walk, what are fans going to do? And my and I, I love Keegan, but to keep Malik here, I'm willing to let Keegan go to keep Malik here. Because huh. I think Malik right. brings more. Thanks, thanks, TC. Mm. I disagree. Oh yeah, I disagree. I mean, I want both. Yeah, but is there a reason they couldn't do both? No, you should do both. Yeah. You should have both. I mean, if you had a couple of $40 million players. Yeah, so Chemezi Metu, 23 points, 19 rebounds, Kyle. 19, 23 and 19 on Christmas. Yeah, no, that's... What in the world? Good for Chemezi. Love that for Mezzi. Yeah, I don't think... So, so for... Okay, let's, let's... Since we're talking hypotheticals today. If... The Kings had to make a choice. I would choose Keegan over Malik Monk. Yes. As much as I enjoy Malik Monk, if I'm if I'm choosing between, but the Kings won't have to. No. And if they put themselves in a bind like that, that's weird. Like that's that's yeah. that that goes beyond like basketball stuff at that point. Yeah, I mean it. That, it would be difficult for the clean, the Kings to clear up enough cap space if if Malik wants more than like the seventeen point four million they can offer him in year one. Mm-hmm. Like they're not going to be able to get to twenty million very easily. So, and the seventeen point four million that they can offer him, mm-hmm. like first of all, that's going above the cap. That's as an early bird, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's a starting salary. Eight percent raises off of that. It works out to be like I think we figured it out a four year seventy eight something like that. Mm-hmm. That's the most the Kings can offer. I'm not saying they're going to offer that. I'm saying that's the most they can. Right? Well, you also get to keep your mid level exception in that deal Mm -hmm. you still have another 12 million dollar contract you can go out and spend if you were to do something Mm -hmm. like this and so again this is it's kind of complicated but like look i think there's a way to keep uh there's a way to keep malik monk and i don't think it's going to be that big of a deal yeah i'm with you how do we run out of time choice how do we do this not really short breaks 
Short breaks. No, we're good. Uh, 31 and 20. Yeah, no, we're good. Okay. I'll get us out on time, I promise. Mad props? Yeah, we got mad props, dude. Let's do this. All right, here we go. So, uh, bad week for both of us. Oh, no. In uh, mad props. The first one, we had 49ers points or Demona Sabonis points. And again, remember, we did this Friday. So, it was Niners-Ravens and then Kings-Suns. We just mm. picked the, the upcoming Suns game. So, uh, Demona Sabonis points against the Suns or 49ers points. You had Domas. I had the 49ers. Uh, Domas wins that one, 28-19. to 19. Uh, So, you get the dub there. We both had Sacramento uh, to allow... We both had the Suns to score more points than Christian McCaffrey had total yards. Mm. Uh, Christian McCaffrey had a huge day. 131 total yards, just 105 points for the Phoenix Suns. So we both catch an L there. Brandon Ayuk catches or Keegan Murray made threes was the next one. This is my only win. Spoiler alert. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, I had him. He had six catches. You had Keegan Murray made threes. Just three threes for Keegan in that one. So I get the point. Uh, Debo Samuel targets or Malik Monk assists. We both had Malik assists. Oh. 12 targets for Debo Samuel. Oh. 12. That's a lot. Uh, just five assists for Malik Monk. So we both catch an L there. 49ers punts or Harrison Barnes made field goals. I got jobbed here. The 49ers would have punted way more if Brock Purdy would have stopped giving the damn ball away. <laughs> <laughs> so Harrison Barnes made five field goals. The 49ers kicked, uh, uh, just punted just twice. So you get the win there. I catch another L. And then the last one, we both had uh, the Ravens to have more rushing yards than the Kings would have points. Just 102 rushing yards for the Ravens. A really good night for the Niners' run defense. Uh, 120 points for the Sacramento Kings. So we both catch an L on that one. You go two and four. I went one and five. Oh, congratulations on your mad props victory. I backed it. <laughs> that sounds beep, beep, yeah. beep. Hey, a win is a win is a win. That's dog. right. Congrats. Just win, baby. Congrats on the on the W in uh, in mad props. We do that every single week. We'll do it again this Friday. We'll have 49ers and Commanders, and then the Kings play Friday, right? Thursday. Yeah. No Friday. Friday, Friday and Sunday. Okay, great. So we'll have a Kings game that Friday. All right. Perfect. We do that each and every week. It's one of my most fun things. And then uh, the Pistons, just real quick, last night, lost their 27th consecutive oh. game. The longest single-season losing streak in NBA history. I feel for him. I do too, man. I saw I saw Ramsey in the chatty house earlier say, I think I'm in the minority. I want to see this go on as long as possible. And, like, there's a sick part of me that wants to see that. Like there's a there's part of me that wants to be like yeah I remember that year the Pistons lost 36 consecutive games, oh. but then I start putting myself in the player's shoes, and I don't want that for anybody. They look so miserable, bro. And yeah. I feel for the fans, and I feel for Monty Williams. I don't feel for Monty Williams. Monty Williams got a bag, but I feel for their fans. I feel for the players, but I also feel for whatever team they wind up beating. I think it was a funny joke when we said it like two weeks ago that they're there are more Marvin Bagley's in the world than uh, wins for the Detroit Pistons. It's still the case. Oh my God. And you made that joke like multiple weeks ago. It was a while ago. Man, tough night. Tough night for the Pistons. All right, hey, this has been super fun. Can't wait to do it again tomorrow and Friday. We will be hanging out with you 
every single day the rest of this week from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. with D'Lo and Casey out. Reminder, if you're watching on YouTube, please hit that like button. We would appreciate that greatly. We appreciate I was so worried that nobody was going to hang out today, and so many of you showed up and did, so we appreciate that a ton. Hope everybody had a great holiday. Everybody stay safe out there, and we will see you tomorrow at 10 a.m. For James Ham. I'm Kyle Madsen. This has been the Insiders on ESPN 1320 Sacramento Sports Leader. The Duke's Mayo Bowl, North Carolina and West Virginia, is next. You're listening to The Insiders with James Ham and Kyle Madsen, sponsored by Jiffy Lube on ESPN 1320 and 98.5 HD2, Sacramento's sports leader. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com.